0: Tears are falling, hearts are breaking, how we need to hear from God. You've been promised, we've been waiting, welcome holy child. Welcome holy child. Welcome to Christmas Eve at the Bridge. We are so grateful to have you with us tonight. Would you all stand to your feet as we sing Silent Night? Let's put those hands together and sing this out. Come on.
1: Christmas, and welcome to Christmas Eve at the Bridge Church. We're so glad you're here tonight.
2: Yes, we are. It is wonderful celebrating Christmas together. We are so glad all of you are here. And on an occasion like this, we know that there may be some of you who are here at the bridge for the very first time. And if that's you, we just especially want to welcome you. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us this evening. And you know, if you have any questions about things happening here at the bridge, we just want to invite you to stop by our info center between the glass doors out in the center of our foyer. We would love to meet you and answer any questions that you have. You know, right now, we are so excited because tonight we are going to be sharing the Christmas story with all of you through song and scripture.
1: That's right. And what we want to do in the next few minutes, if you can, stay on your feet for just a few minutes because we're going to sing some familiar Christmas carols and we want you to join in, be the choir and sing right along with us.
3: Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God.
0: I have traveled many more. i
2: In those days, that a
4: decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house
2: and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her
4: firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger,
2: because there was no room for them in the inn.
0: People boy and
2: They presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense.
1: Living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a maid.
0: your power.
2: dwelt in the land of the shadow of death upon them a light has shined for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulder and his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end
4: That verse tells us that unto us a child is born, unto us, you and me, a son is given. You know, every single year we will read through those verses at Christmas time, and if you're anything like me, if you grew up in church, you've heard those verses your whole life, and you know them well. They've become familiar. But isn't it funny how those things which become familiar to us in our life just slowly over time can sometimes lose their value, their weight, and their meaning. Why? Because we become familiar and begin to take those words for granted. I was thinking over the last few days about this manger scene we've just been singing about. Every year we'll come back to this manger scene and we'll think about these characters. We'll see the pictures, maybe even nativity scenes that are set up in your neighbors or even your yard at Christmas time. We'll see those characters there and Begin to take them for granted, thinking about the super, or forgetting, excuse me, about the supernatural things that God did to bring all of those characters to that scene. I mean, think about it for a moment, those shepherds, everyday ordinary shepherds, the lowest of the low on the economic scale, sitting out with their flock at night on an average ordinary evening until suddenly they have an extraordinary encounter With the angel who comes and speaks to them, followed by the heavenly host, joining in with the angel to let these simple shepherds know that a king, a newborn king, is soon to be born that's going to save the world. And in that moment, God comes close to those ordinary shepherds to let them know that there's a place for them in the greatest story that's ever been told. We think the same thing about the wise men, the magi, we sometimes call them, perhaps they were astrologers or astronomers. We don't know a lot about them, but we can certainly assume that they were on the higher end of the economic scale, more to-do people in their society. And as they looked out into the night sky, it seemed like an ordinary night, but suddenly they saw something that was extraordinary, a star hanging in the sky that they had never seen before, pointing them to go and discover something that would they would soon find was the savior of the world being born in a stable in Bethlehem and that night God came close to those wise men those magi and invited them into the greatest story that would ever be told but then of course we think about Mary and we think about Joseph Joseph the unassuming husband the one who's engaged to Mary, who finds out that his wife-to-be is pregnant with the child of the Holy Spirit And Joseph, in this moment, has every right and every reason to walk away and say, I didn't sign up for this. This is a whole lot more than I want to deal with. Until on one ordinary night, he has an extraordinary encounter with an angel who says, hey, Joseph, God is in this thing, and if you'll commit to the process, God wants to do something amazing in and through your life. And that night in Joseph's life, God comes close and includes him in the greatest story would ever be told then of course we think about the virgin mary this young girl probably younger than what we would think to be adult age in western culture this young virgin girl who's betrothed to joseph it's interesting she doesn't find out in the ordinary way that she's pregnant instead she has an extraordinary encounter with an angel who comes and lets her know that she is pregnant with the son of God and it's as if God did something extraordinary to let her know Mary it's okay if you're willing to submit to this process I want to do something great in and through you I've chosen you I've selected you and that day in Mary's life God came close and chose to include her in the greatest story that would ever be told And I say all that to say to every single person in the house tonight That Christmas is not just about a newborn baby. Obviously, Jesus is the centerpiece. But Christmas is not just about the Virgin Mary or Joseph or the wise men or the shepherds. In fact, the story of Christmas is that God came close to humanity when humanity could not come close to God because of our sin, because of our shortcoming, and because of our imperfection. And when we celebrate Christmas, we don't just look at a nativity scene and a manger scene and just take these characters for granted, no, we recognize that God orchestrated a chain of events that was supernatural. He came close to humanity. I love this night. This is my favorite night, this is my favorite thing we do in our whole calendar year here at the Bridge Church. There's a lot of reasons why. Obviously, it's the story of Christmas. But one of the things I love about this night is that for a few fleeting minutes in the busiest time of the year, all of us right now, we push pause on everything that's going on around us. And we listen to, or more importantly, we take heed, we we meditate upon the greatest story that's ever been told. And here's the coolest thing about it is that God has orchestrated a place for each and every one of us, you and me, In that story, we talked about how this is the busiest time of the year. I don't think that this time, 2023, is a whole lot different than the night that Mary and Joseph entered into Bethlehem. I think about that night, they've come to Bethlehem, Mary is very pregnant with child. They arrive looking for a place simply to lay their heads, and when they get there, they find that there's no room in the inn or any of the inn's there in Bethlehem. Now think about that night to think that Mary and Joseph could have gone from end to end knocking on doors and saying, is there any room that we can have for the night for a few nights? Is there anywhere that we can lay our head? Mary, Joseph, tired, she with child. Can we just lay our head somewhere only to find out there was no place for them? I wonder if they could go back and do it all over again, if any of those innkeepers would have changed their mind if they knew that that very night God was going to come closer to humanity than he ever had previously, would they be willing to make room in their lives and in their hearts for the greatest story that would ever be told? And I want to ask all of you the exact same question tonight. If you knew that God was going to come close and that he wanted to interact with you, and he wanted to invite you into his story, would you be willing to make room in your heart for his plan? I don't know what your life looks like. I don't know how you got here tonight. But I would be willing to bet that there's probably some people here tonight that the only reason that you are here in this room is because somebody from the Bridge Church bugged you so much that you couldn't say no and you came here tonight just to get them off of your case. Welcome if that's you. We are so incredibly glad that you are here tonight. Maybe you're here tonight and you feel like you've got the world by the tail. You feel like everything's going good. Your plans are falling into place. Everything you've planned for seems to be going well and life is smooth sailing. Can I be honest with you? It's my prayer tonight that you would come to a point this evening where you recognize that you don't have everything you need because there's one really important piece missing and it's a relationship with a loving Heavenly Father who loves you more than anything or anyone in the whole wide world. And He wants to be in a relationship with you desperately. Maybe you're here tonight and as you walk through these doors and we read the Christmas story and we sing these Christmas songs, maybe it feels like a bit of a homecoming. Because if you're honest with yourself, you'd say, Zach, I know there's been a point in my life where I knew God, I was in relationship with God, but tonight I'm not. Maybe you feel far from God, maybe you feel distant from God tonight. Can I tell you something? God has come close to us, not just at Christmas time, but here tonight in our gathering, because he desperately wants to be in relationship with you. And I'll ask you the question, are you willing to make room for the savior of the world and the greatest story that's ever been told? Maybe you're here tonight and your story's a little bit different. Maybe as everybody seems to be celebrating Christmas, you don't find yourself celebrating. Maybe this year has been a year of grief. Maybe this past year has been a year of hurt, pain, loss. Maybe you've experienced tragedy. We talk to so many people at Christmas time who will tell us that we see everybody else celebrating, but this year it just hurts, it hits differently. Here's the beauty of this. When we read that Christmas story and see that God comes close to us, the scripture tells us that God is near to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are broken in spirit. And tonight, I believe with everything inside of me that our God wants to wrap his arms of love around you and welcome you into his family and let you know that you are not alone this Christmas season. Not only that, he wants you to know that you're not just a part of a crowd tonight, you're a part of a family, people that love you, that value you, and care about you, and we are so incredibly happy that you are here this evening. I'm gonna pray a prayer here in just a moment. It's not a magic prayer, it's not magic words, it's just about the sincerity of our heart opening up to God and making room for his story to unfold in our lives, because here's the thing, God has a place for you and he has a place for me in that story. If you're willing to make room, I believe that the God of the universe, the one who spoke the world into existence and the one who will illuminate our lives through his son Jesus wants to come and be near to you tonight, every day of your life until the day comes that we see him face to face in eternity. Would you bow your head and pray with me right now? Father, I thank you for every single person that's in this room tonight. God, I'm so grateful to look around and see an amazing crowd of people here Many of whom I know, many of whom I don't. Many people that are here for the very first time. Many people that are here regularly. But wherever people might be in their hearts tonight, I pray in Jesus' name that you would meet them where they are and show them just how close you want to be. Jesus, you said that you stand at the door and knock. The question is, would we be willing to open that door and let you come in? So I pray right now that each and every one of us would choose to receive you into our lives and into our hearts. Jesus, we believe that you were born of a virgin. That's what we celebrate this Christmas season. But you weren't just born, you came, you died. Then your Father, our Father, brought us back into the family when he raised you from the dead and conquered death so that each and every one of us could have new life. Tonight we find our hope in what Jesus has done for us. We make room in our hearts to receive you, Jesus, within us. We wanna walk with you, we wanna know your ways. We want to follow you all the days of our life until the day comes that we get to see you face-to-face in eternity. We receive you tonight. Thank you, Jesus, for welcoming us into your family and for coming close to us at Christmas. It's in Christ's name we thank you and pray. Amen. Amen. Well, right now, we've reached our favorite time of the evening, the most beautiful time of the night. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world and anyone who would follow me should not walk in darkness any longer for they will have the light of life. So we're gonna light our candles here in just a moment and I wanna ask everybody right now to stand as we honor the light of the world, Jesus coming into our lives. Kiddos, you now have permission to go ahead and break those glow sticks? Let's all sing together and celebrate together as we recognize the difference that Jesus has made in our life. Would you sing with us tonight? look around tonight. It's pretty amazing what happens when all of our lights shine together, huh? Is there anybody else in the house that can say, Jesus has changed my life, he's illuminated my life, he's illuminated my path? Tonight, that's what we celebrate. Father, we thank you so much for sending Jesus for us. Let us never take for granted all that you did for us by sending Jesus to us. Jesus, we choose tonight to not let this Christmas season go by without placing you in your proper place, which is the throne of our lives and our hearts. Be the Lord, be the King of our lives. You've done so much to deserve that role. and You are Lord, you are Savior, you are King, whether or not we submit to you, but tonight we choose to submit to you. We choose to give lordship of our life to you. For you are Lord and you are King. We honor you coming close to us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. In just a moment, we have to blow out these candles because we don't want to set the house on fire tonight. But let it be said tonight that even though these candles might go out, God has called all of us to take the light of the world with us everywhere that we go. That light will not dim when we leave this place tonight. Amen. amen. Would you join me right now and let's blow out these candles. Before we change the order of things I just want to take one more moment and just say to everybody in the house maybe you're here tonight and during that first prayer maybe you privately personally in your own heart just made a decision hey it's time for me to come home it's time for me to walk back into that relationship with God maybe you made that decision for the very first time maybe tonight you walked into this place not even ready and expecting to make that decision but in your heart you did we just want to help you take your next step and start this journey of faith We would love to give you a free gift after service. Just stop by the Info Center before you go tonight. We have a little book called The Next Seven Days. Hey, we would just love to put it in your hands. We don't need anything from you. We're just here to give this to you. If you need to go after that, that's cool. We just want to give it to you and really help you start your journey of faith because we are so glad that you made that decision to follow Christ tonight. Bridge family, I don't know if you have any free hands, but if you do, can we just put them together and welcome some people into God's
1: family tonight? Wow, it has been a beautiful evening. And one more time, we want to say thank you so much for joining us and making this day special. This is a Sunday for the Bridge Church. And for everybody who calls the Bridge Church home, this is a day of worship for us. And a part of our worship is our giving to God. If you're a guest here this evening, we don't ask you for anything. We don't put any pressure on you to give. But because we give to God as a part of our worship, there are ways on the screen just to remind you how you can give. If you want to give something in the house tonight, a gift this evening, there are envelopes in the back of the seats. You can drop it in an offering container on either side of the doors as you exit the auditorium. It's just a way of worshiping God and thanking Him for His goodness in our lives. And just thank you so much for being here. Would you join me in giving this team a big hand for all of their hard work? And and about all the technical people in the back, give them a good hand too.
2: We want to remain standing and just conclude with one final song
1: together. Merry Christmas. We love you.
2: Thank you.